Hello everyone, this is the Brunch with the Hollowell Season 7 Quiz Show. Like we do every season, at the end, the hosts go through a short quiz just as a reminder or indication that you were listening the entire time that we did the current season. Right now we're going to do Season 7, and Ryan and I have decided to split it up again he has a set of questions as well as i we will take turns asking the other a question about season seven and see how much they remember uh this is in no shape or form a test to determine if we are huge charm fans or if we know what we're talking about or even if we deserve to have this podcast this is just for fun and it is for you to think about even though as many times as you watch it, have you really been paying attention to the smallest details? Uh, as I said in the uh, season finale, this is the hardest quiz that I personally have put together. Thank so you. hopefully <laughs> I will be very, very shocked if um, you get half of these. Now, I'm not tooting myself. I just know that I would have never gotten any of these questions that I made for all of you correct. I understand. I never would have gotten any of them. So, But I think they're fun, and I've been giving Ryan a few hints here and there about what to listen for, so we'll see if he remembers. <laughs> Ryan, how are you? How was it creating the quiz this time? I I feel like I had the same thing, Rob. I'm not trying to get hard questions for you. And this I'm is just the for same. fun. It's like, well, no, it, like I noticed some of them too, like probably will be hard for you, but it's, it's nothing that intentionally, because it's hard to remember some facts. Even when I'm like coming up with things, I'm like, oh shit, would I remember this? So this is going to be very interesting, but I always have fun. All right. So not really big um, point scale. Basically, just give yourself a point if you happen to give it, get it right. I'll tell you how much they're worth after each one, and Ryan will do the same. Let's see how you guys do. Once the quiz is over, definitely... Um, Hit us up with how many you got right, what you thought of the quiz. I'd love to know the final score. And um, yeah, let's have fun. Ryan, you can go first, actually. Okay, Rob and Charmies. Let me... Oh, God. Okay. I'm trying to not make this too difficult. My first question was, who is the author of the book... Tell me, wait, that you had the similar question? A little bit. Go ahead. Where the Maltese Falcon appears. Where the Maltese Falcon. Wait, wait, wait. Say well, that again. Well, okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> what is the name of the authors who wrote a book where the Maltese Falcon appears in? So you're, okay. You, you want the name of the authors. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, it's the Mullen brothers. Do you want yes. their first name? No, no. Just I, just the put the, I just put the Mullen brothers. <laughs> okay. Yes. I remember the book was written by the Mullen brothers. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, oh so I got that one? Yes. Okay. Okay. Very good. Well, just since we're on the subject, I will give you that same question. And remember, I said my quiz is hard. 
So, Ryan, my questions that I have put together are basically fun facts about Charmed. Oh, so, God. in the episode Charm Noir, fun fact about the cross double cross book it's a crime novel created by who? The Mullen Brothers. I want first. Oh, God. Okay. I, I want first names. Can you name the brothers? Oh, my God. I think Ed might be one of them. Eddie? 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 Eddie Mullen. That sounds familiar. And other. Eddie, Eddie. It's the only thing. I, I don't even know if that's right, but I believe there's an Eddie Mullen. Okay. I'm not done. Oh. In 1984, the novel is set in the when? Which era? The 40s. Is that your final? Or is it the 20s? Copper. <laughs> 40s. The 40s. Okay. And revolved around two private detectives trying to find an object called the what? Falcon. The Maltese Falcon. Falcon. Is that your final? That yes, that's the only thing I might know. Okay, so (laughs) I wanted three answers for this. There is a possible three slash four possible points for this. (laughs) So the who. Is Eddie Mullen, so you got that, but his but his brother's name is Dan. I wanted I was gonna say something like that, and I said, no, I'm thinking of Dan Gordon. I, I'll give you a point for that. Uh the novel is set in what era? It's the 1930s, not the 40s. Or the 20s. Or Damn the it. 20s. And even in your question, I got a little confused because they are not searching for the Maltese Falcon. They're searching for the Burmese Falcon. Fuck! <laughs> so I even gave you the wrong thing. Uh, all rese- right. That's right. It resembles the Maltese Falcon. That's right. That's right. Okay. Burmese. Charmaze. Okay, so you got one out of four points for that. Oh, my God. Your turn. How in the episode Extreme Makeover Home Edition, how many hours did the Avatar say it would take for the transformation? Interesting. I could give you multiple choice. If you want. I mean, my my instinct is 24 hours, but I'm sure it's, yeah. What what's your multiple choice? Four hours, ten hours, two hours, or three hours. Mm. Okay, for some reason, two hours is speaking to me, so I will say two hours. It was two. Damn, yes, two, two for two. Okay, damn, two hours. Awesome. Okay. Since we're a little bit on the subject about the avatars and them changing the world. In the episode Charmageddon, here's a fun fact about Phoebe Hollowell's powers. So when Phoebe touches the Book of Shadows, she has a premonition of all the losses the sisters have suffered in the series. 
Yes. This is the largest number of events she has ever had in one premonition. It is also the first time that she sees multiple past events in one premonition. For one point each, give me those premonitions. Oh my god, I'm just I I thought so. I'm brainstorming already on a piece of paper. Um, Andy. Correct. Prue's tombs or Prue's mausoleum wall. Correct. Graham's falling down the stairs. Correct. <sighs> Cole? Cole being vanquished the first time. Correct. Oh, what about Chris dying? I will give it to you. Chris fading away. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's, that's all I'm, oh God, I'm sure there's somebody else who died. Oh, oh, Miles. Correct. Good job. There's technically two more that you have not named. Honestly, I don't think she had a flashback to their mother. So no, that's all I'm thinking of. This this is very impressive. I don't think that I would have gotten six out of eight. Like that's insane. Are you are you stopping? Do you want to? Damn, it really bugs me. Because... This is very impressive. If you can't get any more, that's fine. But this that that's impressive. I didn't think you'd get all of these. Okay, I'll. Oh no, she don't care about Gideon. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. Okay, so the other one, actually Prue came up twice. One at her tombstone, but also her funeral. Yes, that's correct. And then also when Piper died. Oh, my God. Yep, okay. Great job. So that's six (laughs) points. That's pretty great. Oh, thank you. Would you like me to ask my next? Go ahead. Who... Which sister brought in Sheridan breakfast in Charmed? <laughs> I believe this was Piper. Yeah, yes, it was. That yeah. was one of mine, just in case. <laughs> I almost said Paige, but I'm like, no, I remember Piper really making her like, you were so obvious in front of this house. Here, why don't you have breakfast? And then she threw it on the floor. She, the, she threw it on the floor. <laughs> How dare she? <laughs> All right. So far, Rob's got everyone right. (laughs) No, you're doing pretty well. You're doing pretty well. All right. Well, it seems you keep hinting on the next one that that I could do. Here is a fun fact about the LGBTQIA plus in Charmed. Fun fact, our queer family finally shows up in season seven. Without ambiguity... The, there, there are two episodes in season seven where we do get queer characters. Which episodes are they? So Charmed, where the girlfriend w- was kidnapped by Captain Cutting. Mm-hmm. And he likes you. Oh, God, what was that in? When Elise had to leave, Phoebe was in charge of the paper. It's not freaky Phoebe. God, when was when did Elise go on that break? Damn it! He likes you. And now, with any question, can I go into my office? When did Phoebe be at her job and couldn't care less? It was one of our. It's one of our later episodes too. 
I want to say Freaky Phoebe for some reason, but then I feel like she was kidnapped. So no, it can't be Freaky Phoebe. It was after the Avatars. Zanku, Zanku, Zanku. Little Shopaharas? Is that your final? I mean, Little Box of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. Is that the one? Little Box of Horrors. That is incorrect. But you did get charmed, so I'll give you a point for that. The the episode you're referring to is Scry Hard. <laughs> okay, okay. Who summons Grams in Cheaper by the Coven? Which sister? I'm trying to remember what Cheaper by the Coven was. It was either Paige or Piper. But I don't know if Paige would do that. I think it might have been Piper who summoned her. And I'm trying to remember why, though. I think it was for Chris's christening or whatever. Wickening, yeah. Wickening, excuse me. Yeah, I'll say I'll say Piper. Okay. <laughs> Your face. It was Paige, wasn't it? It was Paige. Really? Was Paige. She did it? I that's so yeah. was she the one to say the spell or something, or was it her idea to do it? She was it was her idea to do because this is when Piper didn't want um him um to have the wickening. Oh, okay. But did she do it behind her back? Yeah. Really? Why is this all coming back? I don't remember her doing this. Okay. I think it was I feel like it was off screen, but she it was alluded to that it was her idea and this is Okay. I mean I could have said Paige, but yeah, I thought it was Piper. Okay. Well you were fair. Close. Yeah, fair. All right, next question. Hmm, where should I go next? Okay. <laughs> In Ordinary Witches, here is a fun fact about Kyle Brody. Three days after Christmas of 1981, Kyle witnessed his mom and dad, Ruth and Jack, murdered by who? Oh my god, the raptor demons? Demons, it wasn't the avatars. We just talked about them. Not in this recording, but like... It's that other one with the claw. Yeah, do you remember what they were called? Not Rapture. Raptor. No. Do you remember which demon it was? The guy the from the same actor who played the source, what was his name? I'll give you that. Yes, I know I remembered it was the damn freaking source guy. <laughs> with his with his um with his face. I can't even picture the actor. I mean I could picture his face. I can't even think of his name, but yes, it's the claw demon, but all right, all right, nice try, nice try. So it is a coup. A fucking coup. <laughs> a celerity demon. Cel- ah. <laughs> yes, it was. What position did Drake apply for in Carp Demon at or Carpe Demon at Magic School? Carp Demon. The the well, I don't know if this is the exact um title but it was a an interim professor but it was it for a specific it subject? was a subject yes 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 a specific a specific, a specific subject okay um i would just say interim professor of spells and potions i have no idea <laughs> it was professor of literature literature duh it's okay it's okay good one that's a good question show ghouls here is a fun fact about Piper's name. 
middle name, actually. Piper was called this name on Surly. Two- <laughs> You're not even going to let me finish. <laughs> I just, for some reason, I remember this. I don't know why. Because I told you to remember it. Oh, maybe that's why. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Kira uh, referred to her as the blank one in witness protection. And Phoebe joked her middle name was... <laughs> Surly. Surly. Correct. Good job. Thank you. Charmies, I know something. (laughs) In the seven-year witch, where did Leo end up having his memory erased by the elders? What state? I believe he was sent to Arizona. I will final this. I'm probably... Damn it! I was wrong! Oh, did he go to... Oh, he went to Texas. Oh, fuck me. I thought he went to Arizona. It was close. It was right Uh, over there. Whatever, Texas. And I should have known better because the road sign had a Texas symbol on it. I just I just answered too quickly. I should have actually thought about it. I'm whatever. Okay, fine. Well, I am going to go into the. A bowl of questions that was left for both of us. Oh, goodness. Crap, Ola. I do not remember this. Okay, I'll just say the first one. Maybe Ryan will know. So this comes from Chinlin over on our uh, attic. Thank you, Chinlin. One of the many questions that she has uh, presented us, I will ask oh, one no. of them. What were the Hindu god spirits' names from the pilot a call to arms. Shin, uh, Wasn't it Shakti? Shakti and... I don't uh, remember the other one. The ma- but I don't remember the- Leo. That's the... Uh, Shakti <laughs> was Piper. I want to say it began with an A name, but I, I, could, I don't... I can't think of the other person. Aramis or something? I have no idea. Armis? I, I have no idea. That was so funny because that was also one of my my questions, Chinlin. Oh, was I it? Had, who is the Hindu god? Is the and I, it is Shakti. I looked at the answer on this mine. Oh, okay, but you don't but, have the other person written down. No, no. You're funny. Okay, so let's see. The answer was what? It was Shiva. We were way off. Shiva and Shakti. That's why it sounded so good. That's funny. Okay, I'm going to give another one from Chinlin. She writes, Why it is said to be how old and cheaper by the coven? Two. I want to say two years old. He is two. Good, we got that right. (laughs) Okay, now I'm going to go with one of my questions. Okay, which is going to be so hard. (laughs) Witchness protection. Fun fact about Sheila Morris. The seer says, oh, that's so sweet and so not true to Daryl. And don't worry, she'll get over it. Just bring her some of that what that she likes. He was sleeping on the couch. I'm trying to like, I'm hearing like Daryl's voice in my head. I don't want to see cliche. It's going to be something like candy or something, isn't it? Just bring her some of that. Forgive me. (laughs) (laughs) Ice cream. Okay. Unfortunately, incorrect. Say it with me, Charmies. 
Marzipan. Figures. I'm allergic, but it is delicious when I used to be able to have it. What almond. is marzipan? It's made. It's made out of almond paste. It's that stuff that looks like little fruits. Yeah, and that's what he said. He was like, "Is it the fruit kind or something?" And then she got interrupted. Frick you! Damn it, Sheila! <laughs> I love. Mar- I used to love it when I could have it. Who told the elders that Leo was an avatar? Ooh, Zanku busted on them. Yes, yeah, his snitchy ass. Good question. I like that one. All right. Here is your next question. Death becomes them. Here's a fun fact about Phoebe Hollowell. We just talked about this, so you better remember. Piper proved that she is the real Piper and not Zanku in disguise by revealing what fun fact about Phoebe. Oh, my God. Uh, Tom... What was this? She was in the backseat. Tom Welling, I want to say. She was in the backseat with blah, blah, making out. It's probably not even Tom. I bet you that's the name of the guy who's the actor. No, no, no. God, what is his name? I know she was making out in the backseat. I can't even tell you the, the, the grade. If she says the grade. She says the grade. Is it sixth grade? Gross. That's what I thought. I was going to say, is it? I hear sixth grade in my head, but I'm like, I hope she's not making that with nobody within sixth grade. Tenth grade, Tom Welling in the backseat. So you went from sixth to tenth grade. Did you just remember that? (laughs) No, I just guessed. You're just guessing. Okay. So I can't give you a point for this because I did want all three. (laughs) It was in the backseat on 10th grade, Jack Singer. Jack Singer. In charge. What object did Piper and Phoebe steal from the media? I I don't know the name, but it was a goblet. It was a cup. A a golden chalice. Golden chalice. Yes, yes. Okay, yay. Thank you for giving that to me. I knew what it was. It's a cup. Of course, it's a chalice. (laughs) Okay, here's another question from Chenlin. What type of demon attack or power led to Piper's falling into a coma limbo in the seven-year itch? Ooh, I think I know this. What do you think? I know it's a thorn. Yes, it's a thorn. The thorn demon? No, it was, it was, oh my God, what were the name of them? They spit those things out, but like, I loved it too. Maybe it was, maybe they were called thorn demons. I don't remember, I can't remember the name, but I knew exactly, fuck, it was a thorn. Okay. They're raising Michael Myers too, the thorn cult or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) What was the name of those demons? Oh my God, I'm going to be mad. I'm I'm just going to say thorn demons, but I'm sure they- I'm sure they had a better name. A better name. Solarium demons. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to know? Do you give up? Well, she wrote thorn poison and thorn sprayed out of their mouth, of the demon's mouth. So I guess we got it right. It was thorn demons. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Here's another question from me. There's something about Leo. Fun fact about Beatrice Warren. She had one leg. (laughs) How do you know what I'm going to ask? I just remember she's got one leg. 
Yeah, I couldn't find anything in the book to help identify them, but I did get to read up on the family history. Did you know that Beatrice Warren only has one leg? Only has one leg. That is correct. Wow. Damn. Okay. When the avatars did their changing of the world spell, true or false, every mortal fell asleep in the world. I am going to say false, but I can't prove it. Well, Rob, that is correct because Kyle Brody did remain un. He did. That's right. Because Zanku got him. That oh, good one. You got it right. I still should have been able to prove it. No, that's that's a good question. That was good. You got it. Okay. Very good. Okay. Another question from Chenlin. Which year did Phoebe and Drake travel back in time in Shoguls? I have absolutely no idea. Nineteen. 20, <laughs> 19, 20. I think they were flapper times, right? No. Yeah, I, I want to no, say it wasn't. It was a... Because flapper is part of I'm my not, past. I'm not good with dates. I'm just going to say... Um, Let's go for... I'm going to say... Was like 1899 or... Uh, no, I've got, or I think. 1929. I have no idea. I would have said 30s if you didn't say that. Because I don't think it's... Well, it could be the 30s. I just am assuming that was I'll the say 20s. 20s. Again. I'll say 20s. What year? Pick a 20. 1923. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. It was 1899. Damn, that was good. I would never even have thought of 1890s. Yeah, 1800s. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Very good. Thanks, Chillin, for that. Here is another question. In Sticks Feet Under, here is a fun fact about Sticks Feet Under. Oh, no. A fun fact about the 139th episode, Sticks Feet Under, this episode had something epic happen for the very first time since the 130th episode of the series, um, season six, episode 19. What happened? So since I, wait, since so the I, 150th episode? Uh, since the 130th. So Sticks Feet Under, something epic happened for the first time since the 130th episode, which was episode 19 of season six. So something happened on that episode and didn't happen again until Sticks Feet Under. Nine episodes later. Can't be that we saw Chris again. No, I would say a charmed one died, but they they do all the time. Well, first of all, you need to find out what episode uh, nineteen of yeah that's I told you it was gonna be hard. So if you can season figure season six, yeah, if you can figure out what the episode that was, then whatever happened in that didn't happen until we got to six feet under nine episodes later, and we have talked about this on the show. It's a bad, bad world, parts one and two. That's 21 and, tw- 21 and 22. No, I, I, no idea. Okay. Um, I, I thought of Chris. I thought of a charmed one dying. I'm thinking um, a, a charmed one turning evil. Not. All right. So in Six Feet Under, 
this is the first time that Phoebe has her first premonition. Since her active powers were taken in episode Damn, nineteen, I should have that crimes is and witch demeanors. That is a that is a that is a significant thing too. Damn, damn, damn! All right, Rob. In Cheaper by the Coven, how many times did Phoebe call Leslie? It was a big number. Oh wow, that's a good one. I would say ten times. Final answer. Sure. Phoebe called him 28 phone calls in two hours. Really? 28? (laughs) Never would have guessed that. That's a good one. (laughs) Okay. So far, you got a lot right. (laughs) Okay. Here is my final question. Okay. No, wait. I have two more. Sorry. Freaky Phoebe. Fun fact about white lighters. Leo and Paige agreed that a charge's call sounded like what in their ear? An a um author, a dentist drill. Is that your final answer? Yes. You are correct. It is a dentist drill. Well, Good job. Yay. Okay. My last, because Chin Lin and you have taken other questions that I had. Oh, no. (laughs) Can you name one of the three historical events that Zanku and the Alchemists worked together in? God, this is the hardest. It wasn't, I don't know if the Renaissance was, was the Renaissance one of them? No. It wasn't, what, um... It wasn't the Cold War. It wasn't like I'm. Th- I have an S name in my head, and I don't... yes, yes, there is an S name. So, what was that? I really cannot remember. And he said three of them. I know when you said this the other day, I was like, "Oh yes, oh yes, I'm going back." I know. I don't know these. Oh god, this, so... I would never have gotten, never have gotten these either. I just remember what was the S one though. The September Massacre? The September Massacre. Yeah, not, not a clue. What were the other two? The Black Plague. The Black Plague. And the Crusades. The Crusades. Maybe that's the one that I was thinking of. Good one. Charmies, if you guys got that, I hope you're being honest. Like, I don't know how. I don't know how anyone's getting any of these questions. No, they probably every know everything, but we don't. You'll like this one. Which Star Trek actor directed the episode Extreme Makeover World Edition. Sorry, I was just adding up all your right ones. Um, LeVar Burton. Yes, that is correct, LeVar Burton. Even I know that one. I'm not even going (laughs) to check on that. That is definitely LeVar Burton. All right, so here is my last question. I'm going to read you a spell, Ryan. You need to tell me the episode... And who cast the spell? Okay. We call upon the mortal ways and gods who guide but may not stay. We seek those of divinity to separate from and set them free. Okay, so I think this is the demon to remove Shakti and Shiva from... Oh, 
God. I oh. told you the title of this earlier. You're hilarious. I ha- I think I have it in my notes, too, but I'm not going to look down. It's okay. Go ahead. Because it was that one when I got the demon name. Uh, Shiva. No, I fu- I've only put the freaking Hindu goddess. I told you the name of the title, and I was hesitant because I knew I had a question about it, but I'm like, I'll give it to him. Maybe he'll remember the title name. A Call to Arms. Call to Arms, yes. And I'm thinking of terrible titles. Who cast the spell? When you were saying it, I was I could hear the person saying it, the way they were saying it. Okay, so to remove the goddesses from a uh, god and goddess from Leo and Piper, Call to Arms, Phoebe. Is that your final? Oh, God. Some part of me wants to say it was Paige. Because the way you read it. Phoebe. The episode is called Call to Arms. The person who casts a spell is Paige. I should have gone with my girl. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So, I believe that wraps up Season 7 Quiz Show. So, I have that you had six, right? Sure. <laughs> I mean, you're the one who kept score. What did I get? I'm like six. I, you got six right. Okay. And you got one, two, three, four, five, six, twelve right. Out of a That's possible... That's because you had great, you had great multiple choices once. Yeah, multiple whatever answers. Yeah, yeah. You got twelve, I think, out of like almost twenty, I think. So, no, and I had less because they got chiseled down. But Rob basically got everyone right that I asked him. So, no, that was pretty good. Well, I hope you guys all enjoyed the quiz show for season seven. Uh, Thank you all for playing and for listening, and then of course. Uh, I believe it's in two weeks. We will start season eight. I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Have a good day, Charmed One or Charmies. (laughs) Bye, Charmies. Okay, so we are going to wrap up season seven with another charming confession on a quiz show, right? I mean, (laughs) but you guys have so much to say. So here we go. First off, I want to talk about one of the latest polls that I put up. Mm. So I asked which had the most powerful force field and I put Wyatt Hollowell or the Book of Shadows. Now, according to Instagram, it seems that Book of Shadows beat Wyatt. Now, before you give your opinion, Ryan, let me tell you that one of the Charmies voted, but then also stipulated why she chose what she chose. Great. So she said Wyatt because he can include other people in his force field. So I don't know if that sways you in a way, but what did you choose? I chose the Book of Shadows. Okay, was there any reason aside from your cult allegiance to the book? Or do you actually believe that the Book of Shadows has a more powerful force field? 
you know, up until this Charmy's message, you, you know, being able to incorporate other people is very impressive. So I will give Wyatt that. But I will just say that there's been so many people over the years that have tried to get the book. And it seems like it's just really good at what it does. <laughs> so... I guess it's a loyalty to the book and not wanting to give it to Wyatt just because he's a magical, <laughs> magical, um, you know, everything. But Book of Shadows for me. Rob. Okay. I think that Wyatt being able to incorporate others in his force field is a wonderful feature. It's something that the Book of Shadows has not shown that they can do. However, when I look at how many people try to penetrate the force field, with their bare hands, com- you know, comparing both, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm, t- I think that I would give it to the book of shadows, but I think that Wyatt, I th- has more sort of features or abilities mm-hmm. with his force field than the book of shadows, but they've both been penetrated, but basically by, manipulation yeah and i guess for me it comes down to which is manipulated easier so i don't know i would have to think about it more i don't have a case right now i would say that wyatt is easier to manipulate than the book but i could be completely wrong so you Give guys invisible friends and that's all it takes <laughs> well all of you guys you know I, I would love to see, uh, you know, a back and forth conversation on this. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I hope they use protection for all this penetration that was going on. You're funny. One other thing is I received a message from a new person that I have never heard from before. Um, his name is Iman, and he sent this really, really nice message that I want to read for all of you. Uh, this is from Instagram. Hello, Robin Ryan. First things first, your podcast is amazing. I have so much praise and admiration for the recap of the greatness that is charmed. So you are doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I've been binge listening since Thanksgiving every day on my drive to and from work and sometimes the gym. And I'm currently listening to season seven's Carpe Demon episode. So hopefully I'll be caught up before the next podcast, which seems to be the season finale. I love the premise of the podcast and I was absolutely heartbroken after that announcement in season six. You know, the one it felt like Prue dying all over again, but Ryan is a breath of fresh air and his thick New York accent makes me laugh all the time. <laughs> Does that ever make you like, like, eh, like, you know, oh my God, I have a funny voice. Don't, you know, like, I, when are I was they laughing younger, with you or, or laughing at you? Oh no, I love it now. And okay. I, I think honestly, Rob, you were the person that really made me enjoy it. <laughs> I make I make fun of his well okay I wouldn't say that I make fun of his no accent. you're not making fun I, I it's just fun it's not even mocking I just like to repeat how unique his voice is <laughs> and just the way that he words things it's <laughs> such a very specific way of talking like that can only come from environment and I just make I I just 
like to remind him because he has absolutely no idea he's doing no, it. Never. And I just think it's the most adorable thing. I can't help myself. But when he does I it, I catch it, him though. all the time. I love it. I that's what I'm saying. When you did that, you've made me laugh so many times over it. I so I love it now. It's very I I'm endeared to it. I hope I'm glad that other people are endeared to it as well. Yeah. But you, you know, you wonder I, I when I was younger, I like I guess you can say mocked um, a Southern esque accent of like one of my teachers. And I, and to me, to me, it was just, it just sounded nice and it sounded different. And I just wanted to repeat it, but he turned to me and looked at me as if I was making fun of him. And, you know, I was too young to process that. I, you know, I was in fourth grade, so I'm like, okay, maybe I was, but honestly, it was just admiration. I was just appreciating it. But that's so I was just curious of how you were you... a future actor. He needed to know, so <laughs> he needs to stop with that. <laughs> uh, I'm really rushing to catch up, and I'd like to say that you guys are doing a great job. I've seen the show a million times, but it's like with your podcast, I see certain things I've missed and see things in a different light, and it's appreciated. Please keep up the good work, guys. So first off, thank you. Oh, my God. I don't ask for these messages. You know, I ask for feedback. But I mean, when these when these come in, I'm not giving anything away. There's no reward. It, these people have just heard something and decided to write. So for a podcaster, it, like this stuff means everything. So I appreciate the feedback. Amen. Amen. Yes. Iman or Iman. Iman or, or Iman, yes. I want to thank you so much for this uh, personally. When Rob had showed it to me, and it truly touched my heart so much. Because when you replace a long-running, or you fill in for a long-running member of anything, much like Charmed with Prue, you hope that people take to you. So... I guess I have that page um, Prue complex. I didn't even know. Discussed on a bonus episode of, <laughs> um, on Patreon. But <laughs> I, when I, when you hear things like that, and this is not the first one, but I have to say this one touched me so much and I saved it in my phone and it's motivation for me. So a little thing like this, you never know what it will mean to somebody. So I appreciate this so much and all of the charmies that write in. Definitely. No, thank you. So he also had a couple of things to say regarding a few episodes. So I want to read these really quickly. So P.S. I want to call shenanigans on a bunch <laughs> of stuff. But the most recent that comes to mind would be this current season uh, episode Ordinary Witches where the sisters swap powers and they enter to mortals. So long story short. He says that um, good witches cannot be frozen. So how was it that Denise managed to freeze Phoebe and um, when when they walked into the attic? So do you have any theories on that or do you think it's like heavy shenanigans? I'm surprised we didn't bring it up while we were viewing that, because when we when I read this that you sent me, I was like, oh, yeah. Right? Like, why didn't we think of that right away? I'm assuming we probably just filled in the blanks that, oh, it just happened because of this one time in this one episode because of the circumstances. But honestly, he's right. <laughs> if you go by the continuity that they placed pre pre previous seasons. I, I think this is something really clever to catch on and to also talk about. And, you know, it, it shows that people are definitely paying attention. So I did write him back and I said 
that the only thing that I can think of, if it's not shenanigans, is the fact that when their powers left their bodies and into someone else, they were no longer witches and they were human. Therefore, they could be frozen. Yes. So, I mean, it could go either way. I'm not saying I'm right. It's just one of the things to kind of like debate about. So it's something to keep an eye out for, you know, when you're watching this series again for the unteenth time. Uh, But I thought that was really cool to catch. The other thing was Charmageddon. You, I think I sent you this. So you will love this, of course, Ryan. But I want to see if anybody (laughs) else noticed this because I didn't. I mean, they went by so fast. But in Charmageddon, um, Phoebe has all those visions of all the losses when they show Piper dead on the table after being shot and all hell breaks loose. You can see Prue holding her hand and you can actually see her face, her side profile for just a quick second. So they got away with showing Shannon Doherty in the show. Um, he specifically said, I thought you guys would like it, especially Ryan would be happy to know that. I do. Did you happen to go back to look before today or, you know, I should have, I should have, (laughs) um, but no, when that was said, I said, oh my God, yes, at least we get our hands inside of her face. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Phoebe remembers deaths really quickly. There's a clip on YouTube. Grams. Oh, I wish I would have remembered this for the test. <laughs> um, Piper, uh, Prue's hand. Okay, uh, holding Piper in the hospital. Chris, I saw the hand in the hospital. Okay, it's, so I. You may have to slow it down, but yeah, maybe we'll revisit this when we come back. <laughs> I love but- it. Thank you so much for your messages. Enjoy the rest of your week. Again, we will come back on the twentieth with a, a teaser. Uh, wait, no, not on the 20th. Uh, we'll come back on the 19th with a, a season eight teaser. And then the 20th will be our debut of our very last season. <laughs>